Hello and welcome to the Strike a Balance podcast for working homeschool moms. This is Charlotte Jones. I'm a homeschool coach and homeschooling mom of twin boys. I know it can feel really overwhelming to keep all the balls in the air all the time. So each week I chat about tips and strategies for being a happy and thriving working homeschool mom that you can implement in your life too. I also speak to awesome and inspiring women who manage to juggle homeschooling and work successfully and find out what their secrets are. Be sure to check out my Working Homeschool Mom Time Audit and Mindset Challenge in the show notes and sign up to my newsletter for lots of cool homeschool freebies. And if you ever need to chat, please book in a session with me. I'm so excited for you to be here and I hope you'll get so much value out of this episode. So let's get started. Hello, my lovely friends. I am so excited about today's episode because it is something that I absolutely love talking about, and that is mindset and specifically a growth mindset. So I think growth mindset is a phrase that most of us are familiar with. It was coined by Dr. Carol Dweck in 2006 in her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And she also spoke about it in her 2014 TED Talk, which I highly recommend. I'm a huge fan of TED Talks in general. And it is a very good one. So Dweck did most of her research with children in the American education system, but a growth mindset works very well for overwhelmed working homeschool moms too. So in this post, I want to give you some practical ways that you can apply a growth mindset in your life. So as working mothers who homeschool as well, there's a lot that can be overwhelming. Apart from working and homeschooling, which both take loads of energy, There's also cleaning and cooking, working out in self-care, socializing and spending time with your partner, working towards your goals and dreams, and having a few minutes just to be. So when I list it out like that, it does seem like a lot. But what I've learned from the last five years is that it is possible to juggle or to find a balance, and that mindset is everything. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that all my podcast guests, or most of them, agree that mindset is everything for being a happy and thriving working homeschool mom. So there's a lot of stuff on the internet about growth mindset. I use positive psychology. They've got a lot of great mindset resources and activities that you can do. Um, But let's kind of, like I said, look at how we can apply it to your life as a working homeschool mom. So one of the first thing that positive psychology suggests for nurturing a growth mindset is to challenge yourself. So if you're like me, then your comfort zone is your happy place. (laughs) But you know, like I do, that unfortunately you have to step out of this warm and fuzzy place in order to grow. So taking on a challenge and then failing can be really hard, but getting back on that horse is said to be a great way to nurture a growth mindset. So obviously, taking on a challenge where you are not guaranteed success is definitely stepping out of your comfort zone. So this podcast for me, for example, is something like this, me stepping out of my comfort zone, going live on Facebook and on Instagram. Those are also stepping out of my comfort zone. I mean, the only way to kind of get better at them is to do them. So, but let's think about a more specific example. So let's say your child is a reluctant learner. So my children generally can be quite reluctant. So I know this topic intimately. And it can be incredibly frustrating and very challenging. And you might even be tempted to give up homeschooling because you feel like a failure. Lots of homeschool moms feel like this. 
But if you have a growth mindset or if you use a growth mindset, you could rather maybe spend some time mindfully and calmly looking at the situation so that you can see it more clearly. Instead of reacting to a situation, rather taking yourself out of the situation can really, really help you to see things much more clearly. What you could also do is try other ways to engage your child, such as by trying different resources or even de-schooling. Maybe your child is reluctant because they need some time to adjust to the new normal. You could also take a break and go back when you're in a better space. I find this really, really helps. And this is why we homeschool year round. So we can take those breaks when we need to and then go back with clearer heads and trying new things. You could also speak to your child about what they like and what they don't like. Obviously, if they're old enough, they'll be able to tell you what, what they want to do or how they like to learn. Or you could always ditch the curriculum that you're using that isn't working and try another one. So another thing that you could do to nurture this growth mindset is to enjoy the ride, to enjoy the journey. Because we've all heard the saying that life is a journey and not a destination. And this definitely can apply very nicely to working homeschool mom life. So let's use the example of starting your own business or being an entrepreneur. And if you have to fit it around homeschooling, it can be doubly hard. But let's apply a growth mindset to this problem as well. So success comes from small, consistent steps in the right direction. If you don't have a lot of time, instead of doing nothing, maybe you could rather do something small that you can manage to move your business forward. This could be to write a newsletter or to plan content for a week. Accept that there will be ups and downs. So instead of concentrating on the bad periods, rather rest and return when you feel energized. So I try to maximize my creative, energetic time so that I have a little bit of leeway when I feel the opposite to that. And then that also means that I'm able to be consistent in terms of showing up for my business. You could also keep a business diary so that you can record where you've been and also your wins, even the smallest wins, like somebody signed up to my newsletter. By going back when you're having a bad day, you'll see that you are in fact progressing and that there have been wins. And this can also be applied very well to homeschooling as well, especially homeschooling a reluctant learner. The next tip is to embrace your unique path. And you know I feel very strongly about this. You know my feelings about comparison, and I really think that it can destroy your life if you let it. But someone with a growth mindset is able to take their own path. So let's use another practical example, and this is also something that is a topic in my life. Um, let's say having a clean house. So this is something that I know not just me, but that a lot of, of working homeschool moms struggle with because there are lots of people at home, there's not a lot of time, and also everybody's house on Instagram always looks so beautiful and clean and tidy. But we all know that this is not reality. But rather than comparing yourself to somebody else, you could let go of it if it's something that's not really that important to you. So this is me. I choose not to fight this battle on a daily basis. I choose family harmony and slowly teaching my boys and my husband <laughs> to do chores. So if you're in a position to outsource your cleaning, then obviously you could do this. And I know a lot of people say, obviously, this is an expense. But if it's something that really is a priority to you, then you could make it a priority in your budget as well. You could also try different systems and processes until you find something that works. 
So you could use somebody as inspiration or as a starting point, but don't feel like a failure if it doesn't work for you. Rather tweak and adapt until you find your own sustainable way to keep your house clean. And finally, a growth mindset comes from acceptance. So you need to be kind to yourself and you need to accept that things are not always going to be perfect. You also have to give yourself permission to give it another go. So a great example of how you you can apply acceptance is, let's say, with working out and healthy habits. So we all know that we need to stop doing certain things and that we need to start doing certain things, but it can be really, really hard. And I think often it's because we're so hard on ourselves. So rather than beating yourself up for, let's say, eating chocolate or not working out for a week, you could rather talk to yourself kindly rather than allowing your self-talk to be harsh and critical because that self-talking voice can really form your self-image. So if you can change it from a nasty voice to a kind and accepting voice, it can make a huge difference. You could also accept that you didn't manage to do what you wanted to in terms of your health today and start again tomorrow with a clean slate. Because I used to do that. I would always say, oh, I've eaten chocolate, so that means the whole week is ruined. Rather than saying, okay, so I ate a bit of chocolate tomorrow, I can start again. And I found that by rather doing this, I've let go of, I'll start on Monday, which was also a big thing that I used to do, and that I've consistently exercised because I accept that there are some periods that are where I'm not going to feel so energetic and just go with the ones when I am feeling energetic and maximize those. You could also do something really, really small, like starting with 10 star jumps or drinking a glass of water, starting with something really small that you can manage and then just grow from there. And finally, you could set yourself realistic goals that you can expand and grow as you gain confidence. I think this could also be applied to absolutely everything. Realistic goals, small realistic goals are a good way to start and you can always, always build from there. So what does a growth mindset mean to you? I would love to hear what it means to you and how you apply it in your daily life. You could always drop me a DM on Instagram um, and let me know because I'm always learning. (laughs) I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Drop me a DM on Instagram or post on the Working Homeschool Mom support group over on Facebook and let me know what resonated the most with you. It would also be great if you could rate, review and subscribe or share the podcast with a working homeschool mom who might need it. It's my mission to support as many working homeschool moms as possible. Until next time, take care.